Immigration's always been an issue that inflames passions. We're going to hopefully get a lot of people coming in, and they're all going to come in legally. Hello, and welcome to All Roads Lead Here, a project documenting immigration stories, activism, resources, and immigration law. I'm your host, Daniel Roque, and I'm here joined by my guest, Yanni Lohr. I hope I said that right. Yes, that's right, but <laughs> That's a crazy last name. I wonder, where's that from? Lord, that's um, originally from Ecuador, Manabi. Really? Lord, it's a very common uh, last name from where I'm from, my hometown. It's called Puerto Viejo. Oh, wow. So, yeah, you, you, if you go there, you'll see a lot of Lords over there. You know, L-O-O-R, Lord. I know uh, I have a Turkish friend, and their last name's Lord, too. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. So I think there's a, are there a lot of Turkish people in Ecuador? I think they are. There yeah. are a lot of Europeans too, you know. I don't really I don't really know too much the story about about that, but I know there's a lot of Europeans back like back there at home. Okay. So I started uh I thought why don't we start off with just a basic question? Uh so how old are you and where exactly are you from? Sure. Yeah, I'm 21 and I'm from Ecuador, Puerto Viejo. And yeah, that's very much it. So what was life like growing up back there in Puerto Viejo? In Puerto Viejo, life was uh it was pretty normal. Um I would go to school, get out like around 4 p.m. and then do like any sport and then it would repeat itself and then Weekends, I used to go out a lot, bro. I used to go out to, like, parties. There's a lot of parties. Like, you can drink there literally at any age, bro. (laughs) And uh, it was was crazy. It's it's really nice back there because, you know, there's a lot of um, um, natural stuff over there. Like, not here in the city where you'll, you'll just see a lot of buildings and stuff like that. But back there, it's just... It's just really nice, bro. It's and, like nature. Uh, it's like nature, yes. Yeah. And people, people are very happy. Like you can feel that people are very happy because they are more connected to nature and sun and stuff like that. And yeah, um, but it was it was kind of like uh, a lazy life, you know. My mm-hmm. lifestyle has changed so much, bro. Like ever since I moved, like when I got to this country, oh my god, bro! Like my habits and the things that I used to do. They were so terrible, so bad. Like, I made so many bad decisions. Like when you were here? When I first got here, yeah. But because I used to, how I was raised in Ecuador, how the life is back there, it's totally different. You know, people are more comfortable. People are more like, I don't know, like, I feel like life is way easier back there, even though there's no money. Really? Yes, that's that's just some crazy fact but it, it is it is it is true what would you uh how would you compare it like uh what's something what's a memory you have like back there and like what's different about that than here it definitely has to be the food bro that's something i always think about every day and i miss uh, the food because i love i love fish i like fish a lot but not the fish from here. It's weird. Like, I don't like salmon from here. Like, I don't like the fish from here. I'll eat it, but it's not like I'll, I'll, I'll die for it. Like, when I'm back home, I'll be like, damn, I want to have ceviche. That's my favorite uh, plate, ceviche or 
uh, rice with uh, fish. Like it's it's just delicious. I, I think it has to be the type of fish that we have because where I'm from, I have like the beach 15 minutes away from where I used to live, bro. So imagine that, like it's more. It's natural. just so nice, bro. And I'll be there uh, August 1st for like a month, and it's it's nice, bro. I'm so excited because I'll I'll be I'll be there after four years. I I haven't been there. And my life has changed so much, bro. Like, for the better. Was the last time you were there, you were 17. Last time I was there, I was 17, yes. Oh, wow. So you're just going to go for how long now when you go back? Just just a month. I'm going to go with my mama and my little sister. My mama has to uh, get some um, uh, treatment in Ecuador because it's way cheaper than here. She does not have insurance like we all do, unfortunately. And she has to, like, go to Ecuador. And I, I would love to go with her, you know. And yeah, it's it's gonna be a fun time. It's gonna be nice. So, like, what made you want to? Uh, what made you or your family want to come to the U.S.? That was my my dad. He was originally born in Los Angeles. Oh wow! And when he was like 15 years old, uh, his mom decided to move to Ecuador because that's where they're from. And and yeah, ever since then, he uh, he made his life in Ecuador. Um, he met a few women, he met my mom, and then ever since I was a kid, like, his English is perfect, like, he is fluent, like, it's not like my, I have the accent. He, um, he was always, like, you know, singing songs in English, always speaking English, like, um, saying that he would love to live in America. He was always talking so great about America, and that's what we grew up, I think, about, we, we, someday we're gonna go and live in there, and never happened, bro, never happened until I graduated from high school. And it happened because we were in such a bad place as a family. Um, things were really bad. Like, we had an earthquake. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember I, that. I, Yeah, in 2016. And I thank God, bro, that all these things happened because it just made my family stronger, you know? It just made us um, get together, get united, you know? like. And then I, I thank God, bro. I thank God for everything that has happened. At first, I was like, I will never go to this country. Like I don't, I don't want to leave Ecuador. Like I have everything here. I have, I have my, I have my, I have my friends, my family. Like I don't need to go there. Like I don't need to go there and work for someone else and be a slave. Yeah. And, you know. When you have everything in where you're from, ready. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I thought I had everything, bro. But when I, when I got here, there's so many opportunities that open up for me. You know, and one of them is. Jiu-Jitsu, bro. It's, I just fell in love with it. Like, I started in Ecuador Jiu-Jitsu, but I just was not good at it because the coaches were like blue belts, white belts, teaching, yeah. you know, pretending to be black belts or purple belts that, that were not really good, bro. And, uh, yeah, that, a lot of things has to, you know, like, I met so many great people here, bro, like, people that has made me better, changed me for the better. I've learned so much from them, too, so... That's 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 cool. Like I'm, I'm glad to be here, bro. That's like really amazing. I'm kind of wondering, uh, what was the process of coming into the country like for you, like from Ecuador? Like, did you guys have to go through like an immigration process, or what was it like? Mm, I don't. We had to go to the immigration process, yes, but it was simple. It was not a big deal. I'm a, uh, because my dad was born here. Oh yeah, he was a U.S. citizen. So ever since we. We were all born. We all had the U.S. citizen, but we just never came. Oh, so wow. I didn't know that. So if you're a dad or if somebody is American, you can get citizenship easier, right? 
Yes, he got it. Like, like because he, I mean, that's that's a privilege, you know, be a U.S. citizen, and he got a choice to do it. Like, he could have been like, "Not, I'm not gonna do that," you know. But yeah. he did. As soon as we were all born, we were, you know, he did it. He was like, I "Wanna make my kids U.S. citizens?" So, yeah, that, that's what he did. And my mom, um, with my mom, it was a little difficult because um, <clears throat> they've been together for 21, 20 years. I'm 21, and they just got married, like officially married a couple years ago. So my mom was in that process of getting the green mm-hmm. car and getting stuff like that. So that's why she didn't, she couldn't get insurance because she was not, you know, legal. And, and we tried with something uh, called um, charity care, I think, like for health, something okay. like for my mom. And it didn't work because when she applied for the green card, she had a... Um, after day with someone, someone that you know was saying that okay, if, if anything happens, I'll, I'll pay for, for 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 you. You know, like yeah. But this person, um, we just didn't want to ask them to do that. You know, it was just like did so much ready for us, so we we were just like no, you know, and that's why we're going to work for. Wow, man, that's really incredible. Yeah. So, so she couldn't get insurance because uh, they wouldn't give it to her because she wasn't a citizen. Yes. Wow, I didn't. That's a, that's really messed up that they do that. Yeah, and you guys were already living here for so long. And still, yeah, we yeah we've been here for four years. Yeah. Did you ever have any uh like struggles like when you first came here? Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. As I said, I was I was mentally in a really bad place. My habits were not good. Like I was eating really unhealthy, not doing exercises at all. Uh, smoking a lot of weed, um, drinking alcohol, something that I don't do nowadays. I, I'm very strict with that. Like last, I don't drink alcohol at all, bro. It was like three years ago I had alcohol. Wow. Just like, I don't like it. The taste, I don't like what it does to my body. Even though when I go train, like I, when I used to train and used to drink, you know, I would go and train that feeling. I'd be like, why did I drink? Like, this is not helping me to get better. This is just making me worse. Make yeah. me feel like shit when I train. I don't like feeling like shit when I train. Like, I like feeling good when I train. So that's why I started, like, doing the right things, putting the right things to my body. And at first, it was really bad, bro. Like, I was I was doing really bad. Really, 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 really bad. I mean, I was working. I was making a lot of money. But that money was, I was spending that money, not good things. It was not good, doing good things to me. So, but you learn from those experiences, bro. You know, like, everything has to happen. And I believe all that had to happen just to make me realize, like, to make me the person that I am today. You know? Wow, bro. And do you think that, like, all that stuff happening was a direct, like, it was because you were here, like, you were unhappy here? Or what was it about? I was here? very unhappy, bro. I was very unhappy, um, especially because I just broke, like, when I moved, I just broke up with my girlfriend that I was with for, like, three years. And that was, before that, I was, I was not doing drugs and I started doing drugs, like really heavy drugs. I was, as I told you, in a very bad place and I was mentally not good. So, um, the first year it was really hard for me. I even uh, got into a fight in Hoboken, (laughs) (laughs) even before I started training at the UFC gym. And, um, yeah, I was working as a bar back and I was in the kitchen and, there were there were these uh 
Mexican and Honduran guys. They were like, come on, bro. Like, we're Latinos. Like, yeah. don't do this to me. And they were, like, picking on me. I was letting my hair grow at that time. Like, I didn't have my le- my hair long, but I was yeah. letting it, and it looked, like, funny at that time. I was, like, a little choppy because I was not working out, you know. And they were just speaking on me, like, calling me Tarzan or nicknames, Mechas, things like that, bro. Like, I, like, got into my head. And one day I was I was in the kitchen, and this guy came, bro. He just pushed, pushed me with his shoulder, and I was, like, like, bro, watch out where you're going. I told him, bro, like, straight up, watch out where you're going. And he was like, I was like, no, you watch out where you're going. you fucking Ecuadorian. Fuck your mom. And he started yeah. going out of my mom. I'm like, bro, like, why you got to talk about my mom? Like, don't talk yeah. about my mom. And he kept going. I'm like, bro, I'll fuck you up after work. Like, I promise you, I'll fuck you up. Like, <laughs> I was not going to do anything there, bro. And he just sucker punched me, bro. And the plate, like bro. the same, like at in the work? kitchen, oh, in the my fucking gosh. kitchen, and there, there are cameras there. I don't know what he was thinking. He just got, maybe he got excited or what. But there were cameras there, and he sucker punched me. I was like, "You motherfucker, <laughs> bro!" I like, I got him into a corner, started throwing everything. Knees. It was less than ten seconds. He was already like in a fetal position on the ground, like saying no mas, you know, yeah. and. I didn't even know what happened. I just went blank, bro. And then one of the fucking guys that was speaking on me too, he went out but called the manager and the manager came and I didn't see his face. When I saw his face, bro, he was like fucking bleeding. I was like, fuck, did I just do that? I'm like, damn. And the manager was like, what the fuck happened? And then he was like, you guys go home. And then after that, bro, I was going, I was going to court for like a year. Really? For that? that? crazy, bro. Because this guy, it was so, I don't know, bro, like, immature by his part, but he started the fight. Yeah, he did. He uh, punched me first. Like, all I did was to defend myself. And after we both got fired, he went to the police station in Hoboken and, you know. Press charges against you? Press charges against me, bro. And it was, it was tough. I had to pay lawyers. What? Yeah, oh, my God. Man. I did not know this. That's pretty – I mean, what happened? What was the end result of that? Uh, but at that time, I, I, I wanted to join the Marines because yeah. that was something that my dad always told me to do. And I grew up with that mentality, like, okay, after I finish high school, I'll go to the Marines. But that, I, there was one – part of my life where I noticed that that was not what I truly wanted and um it was it was it was tough like I was not talking to my dad and at that time I tried because everything happened so bad for me I was like fuck okay that's all I got left you know let's let's go to the marines and at that time I started doing jiu-jitsu I stopped smoking weed I stopped doing drugs I stopped drinking I was I was fine bro like I was really good and and, um, yeah, I went to uh, one of their camps in New York to do some tests. And I almost passed. I passed everything, bro. Like, oh, physically. Really? For the Marines? Uh, Drug-wise, for the Marines, yes. Except the uh, FAFSA. At that time, um, I was not really, like, studying or reading or, like, my English was not, like, really good. And that, fuck, that fucked me up really, really bad in, like, in the FAFSA, like, it's called fast. No, it's not called. The, fast. Isn't the the test for English, right? The test, the test for uh, to get into the the uh, military. Yeah, I'm and trying to think what it might be. I forgot the name of it. 
but oh my god but uh, bro i did it like so many times yeah just so many times like and i fell bro like i felt really bad after that the last time i was there you know like my sergeant didn't even say anything to me so i was like fuck like this is not for me and already people from the gym like danny uh my boxing coach or rich the owner they already told me like like bro it's not really worth it even slacky bro slacky one of the coaches of two he was like he's he's he was in the army he's like it's not really worth it so i was like okay these these are people that yeah so maybe it was a it was a sign it was a it was a big sign bro big sign because i i started falling in love with jiu-jitsu so much right at that time because before this fight happened i was not training so after the fight i got scared because i was like fuck like what if you know something went wrong yeah i need to 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 know really to really really know how to defend myself because that was just a a street fight like that guy was a bomb yeah but imagine if it was somebody you know imagine if it was somebody that didn't at least know how to throw a punch or how to defend himself you know so and there was there was knife in there it was it was it was it was it was bad but um i feel like i was used to it because back back in that color bro i was growing up I, was, I had a temper like i was always looking for fights for no reason but and you know what's crazy because right now i look at you and you're very calm you know you're like very relaxed every time i see you so it's really um, it's really amazing to see that you used to have a temper yes yeah what bro inside of me i feel like that guy is still inside of me but that's why like, i always try to like stay positive like and you know, like as I said, my life has changed so much, bro. Like I feel like that guy was still that guy like three, three, four years ago, you know. But but yeah, what do you think uh, really changed? Like, what did you do to change? Definitely, uh, definitely jujitsu. That that's that like a, That's like a way of meditation for me because every time I feel frustrated, every time I feel I feel angry or sad, and I do jujitsu, bro. It's just it goes away. I feel like so relaxed afterwards. Um, meditation does help a lot too. I didn't know how to meditate until I met a friend who introduced me to meditation, and ever since my life has changed because now I like I really know how to breathe because that's all about meditation. It's all about concentration, breathe, focus, you know. And now that I know how to do that, like my life is just way easier. Yeah. Way easier. Uh, fasting does helps a lot. Fasting helps me a lot too, bro. Because sometimes I, I used to eat a lot and get in the mood <laughs> because yeah. I don't know. It's just crazy, but fasting definitely helps. What do you uh, What do you work as right now, and what are your goals for the future? My works. You mean like, like what do you do? Like what do you do for work right now, and what's your goal for the future? What's my goal right now? You mean? Yeah, like, uh, what's your goal, like, in the, like okay. right now? And then okay. what are you doing right now? Well, my goal right now is just to be a good son, good brother, a good friend, a good human being, bro, a good person. And keep training hard, bro. That's what I do. Like, that's what I love. It's, it has become a lifestyle, literally, bro. Like, it's just every day. It's like, you got to keep doing it right, you know? And, um. Uh, for the future, I always said that um, I want to I want to be a world champ. Like I, that's that's my goal. Like in jujitsu, I, I yes, I can see myself, I can see myself uh, up there. You know, 
I trained with one of the best people in jiu-jitsu in the world. Yeah. Literally, bro. And I know I can do it. So that that's that's something I'm going to accomplish for sure, bro. I believe in you, bro. I mean, you won a lot of tournaments already. And you're Thank really you. good. I appreciate you, uh, that. Do you, uh, what do you do outside of the gym to like train yourself or to get better? Like, do you run? Do you work out on the side? Run, that's something my dad always, always tells me because he sees, um, conditioning wise, like, um, it's not that strong. Stamina is not that strong and running, swimming helps for sure. And I just, I just haven't, um, haven't, haven't done it like consistently. I've, I've run before, but, not really i feel like i've been doing hiking lately hiking yeah. bro oh my god like that's really a good workout too like for stamina strength conditioning legs especially the legs bro like you you will not feel your legs after you go hiking and <laughs> <laughs> but yeah definitely i gotta start running i just bought a pair of shoes for especially for running and that's yeah. something i'm gonna start doing because that's the best exercise you can do for your body you work everything bro mentally yeah. spiritually physically Running's a little hard though i don't like running <laughs> it's so hard bro yeah. but that's how you that's how you create mental toughness you yeah. know so yeah bro <laughs> that's true i mean i'm uh that's something that like mental toughness is something that i feel like a lot of immigrants have i mean anybody can have mental toughness but i feel like to be an immigrant in this country you need mental toughness absolutely bro yes especially you bro you have such a complicated story like you came and all these things happened to you and you had to like persevere through it. Yes. And I didn't tell you before, but when I first actually came, um, I came for, uh, I came on my junior year before I graduated back in Ecuador. I came on my junior year just for vacations for like one month. And that month turned into a year because I met a great, a great person. And she, uh, she gave me this opportunity to live with her for like a year in her family and, you know, learn English, learn their culture. Oh my God, bro. The first seven, eight months, it was so difficult. I, I don't feel like I, I ever got used to it. It was just really? a change like this. So, so, like so, so fast. fast. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but it, it was a great experience that, like that I don't regret. You know, like I could have said, no, it's okay. Thank you. I'll go back home. Be comfortable, you know, be comfortable, you know. Instead, I chose to be uncomfortable because I, at first I was uncomfortable, you know, like I didn't speak the language. There was, uh, I had three sisters, um, a mom and a dad. And yeah, bro, like, but, it, um, and I, I didn't, I never experienced, um, racist until no, no. I went to school there, bro, because, um, there was a lot of white people, a lot of, a lot of white people, and I didn't speak English, so. I feel like nobody really wanted to talk to me, you know. And I was like the popular guy back, back, back there in Ecuador in my high school. And here I was like, fuck, like nobody knew me. <laughs> like nobody really talked to me in lunch or. So like, know, what kind of things would people do to you, or like say that were racist? Oh, I there was only uh, three Latino guys, and I was from them. One was from Venezuela, and the other one was from Panama. And we used to always have lunch together. And I was always, I was very close with the one from Panama, the one from Venezuela. He was my friend too, but not that close as, as I was with the one from Panama. And I remember once we were all sitting down in lunch and a group of rednecks came. Oh, wow. <laughs> Bro, and I was, I was training, I was training MMA, doing jujitsu at that time too in Maryland. 
but what two times a week and I was just I was just not good at it yeah. <laughs> and not consistent you know not eating good you know and I remember they came bro and they uh started putting the music and I felt like I think they they put like a, a Mexican music uh-huh. kind of like a disrespectful way yeah and I was just like okay and then once they were done eating they threw the um the fucking garbage to, to my Venezuelan friend because wow. he was like he looked like more like a little dummy you know like more sensitive you know and they threw it at him like i always had like a strong character but he was like very weak in that way and he was like he was going to pick it up. i was like bro don't pick that up like it's almost fine and i threw that and i threw them back i was like you threw that away bro like like what the fuck man and they were just like went with the head down you know like and they they pass it back like pass it back i was like what are you doing and then my friend just grabbed he's like it's okay and he went through it away i'm like bro don't do that like don't let him disrespect you like don't don't let him treat you like that you know and this was in maryland yeah this was in maryland damn bro that's yeah. crazy but, but that was why that was why i like experiences like that made me not to want to come here anymore because when i went back home and i graduated from high school and then my dad decided, my family decided to move back here again. I was like, I was just there a year ago and I don't want to go back, you know? Yeah, especially after what happened. Yeah, but life is so different here, bro. So many great people here too. You, know? so you haven't experienced okay. anything like that recently here? Ra- uh, Racist-wise, not really. Not really. Um, sometimes my accent, people can, you know, look at me different because of my accent, but it's something I, it's something I just got used to, you know, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> there's nothing I can do about that, you know. I feel you. All right, well, I got one final question for you, and then uh, we'll wrap it up, right? All right, my brother. So if you could give one piece of advice to someone about to immigrate here, or maybe someone who's new to the country, what would it be? Hmm. Work smart, not hard. What do you mean? Yeah, bro, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of people who come and do a lot of, like, tough work and unnecessary work and people will treat you like dogs you know like do this do that that's not fair bro you're a human being you know like be kind and like there's always a way where you can find and make good money without like working that hard you know yeah yeah. with all that being said i want to thank you for sharing your story that's all the time we have uh, where can people uh, find you, like on the on social media? People can find me on Instagram as Yanni Lords and same as Facebook, Yanni Lord. All right. And to our audience, remember, we're all immigrants from somewhere. Thank you very much. Thank you, my brother.